Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Hall of Famer John McClain with us. 365 Sports, the NFL 17th, the final week of the regular season coming up this weekend. And most of the seeds are settled, but man. The AFC has some, uh, well, including the Texans, trying to get themselves in the postseason. John, thanks for your time. When they went to the 17 games, uh, it was money, right? That was the reason for doing that. In the end, has it created even more drama, or is it pretty much the same? One game left, and there's 20 teams that still have playoff possibilities, which is amazing. Texans are trying to be one of the teams going from worst to first. In their division, it happens every year. It has a streak going of like 33 years in a row. By the way, I got to say, I've been tweeting, retweeting pictures of Foster Pavilion mm-hmm. for days now because I'm so excited about Baylor getting a new building. Because I go back to watch them play Arena Mars McLean Gym on campus to the Heart of Texas Coliseum to the Farrell Center. I think my first football game at Baylor was 1960. And my first basketball game was a little later, but uh, I had so many great memories of the Coliseum. And uh, so I, the, all the pictures just look fantastic. What kind of setup do they have for the media as far as is the press room as big as the one at the Farrell Center? And where are you guys going to be? watching the games from i i don't know because i have only been there for a short little walkthrough i didn't actually get to that part i'll be there i'm hoping i haven't felt great today but i was hoping to be able to get over there tomorrow just to kind of get my feel for the place but i i've been told the amenities are fantastic and the seating is better and closer and that everything should be very once they get completely 100 percent everything done it should be just really really nice yeah well i can't wait to see it at some point back to the nfl the Texans haven't played a game all season that wasn't at night. And for deadlines and podcasts, I write columns, do a podcast, and I do grades after the game. It's great. You know, I'd watch the late games, and now they got a primetime game. They had one last year on Amazon against Philadelphia here, but this one is going to be on ESPN. It's going to be on ABC. They got, they got Joe Buck. They got Troy Aikman, Lisa Salters. So it's a big deal in Indianapolis where the Texans won last year in the last game by one point, a really big game that cost them Bryce Young. And, of course, they had to settle for C.J. Stroud. So if they win, 
the worst they could do Sunday, they win the division if the Titans upset Jacksonville. And if they lose, then uh, they go to either Kansas City or Buffalo if Buffalo beats Miami in Miami. And uh, and so I, I love this time of year because it's the first time I've used Texans in playoffs in the same sentence since 2019. John, the uh, the playoffs are starting to take shape. Uh, you know, I know that uh, the Eagles are, are struggling. The Cowboys kind of got lucky uh, this last week. How do you? Who do you think is best positioned to make deep runs as we as we get towards the end here? It seems clear to me Baltimore, who I picked before the season, and San Francisco are the best team. Cowboys are good at home, and I'll say this for Dan Campbell. He tried to get too cute, sending three linemen over to the referee to try to confuse the Cowboys, which he did, but he also confused the referee. I'm guessing there will be a rule change in offseason. If you're an eligible receiver, only one can go over and tell the referee, I'm an eligible receiver, and rub your chest so they see what the number is. So the Cowboys are still invincible at home unless they suffer a humongous upset like the Eagles just did to Arizona, we're going to have another uh, NFC East champion. It goes, it, it rotates every year. It's amazing. Eagles right now, boy, if you lose at home to Arizona, you'd think that would galvanize you, but they look like they're falling apart. And there's a reason that no Super Bowl loser has returned to the Super Bowl since the 90s other than the Patriots. And uh, so I think if all goes according to plan, it'll be Dallas going to Santa Clara, and it'll be who knows who, maybe the Browns going to Baltimore. Wouldn't that be a great story? Joe Falco goes back to Baltimore and plays against the team where he was Super Bowl MVP. What a story that would be. John, what do you make of uh, the Russell Russell Wilson situation out in Denver? What do you think the future holds there for both parties? Totally mishandled by the Broncos as they mishandled a lot, Greg. They become kind of a laughing stock, and uh, and I don't blame Russell Wilson at all. They wanted him to postpone the date of his injury guarantee when it became guaranteed. Well, of course he's not going to do that. He signed that contract in good faith. They can cut him any time. I don't blame him. He's going to get cut. They will They will split. The cap hit over two years, still be humongous. I could see him going somewhere like uh, if they had a young quarterback as a backup, like, say, the Raiders, because he hadn't played bad. He's handled everything in a first-class manner. Maybe he'd end up uh, at Washington if they wanted to give Sam Howell a year to watch. I'm just using that as an example. I don't think that would happen. Could it be New England? It's going to be a lot of quarterbacks drafted in the first round. And do you want to throw them to the wolves on a bad team? Or would you like to have a veteran who can do things up front with the running game and the passing game that rookies can't and let the rookie watch and learn like Justin Love has done? And I think I saw Justin Love has like 19 touchdowns and one interception in a certain number of games they've won over the second half of the season. So there's a lot to be said. Letting a guy watch and learn, or in the case of C.J. Stroud, putting him in out there and let him help turn around a bad team, uh, turn it into a competitive team. 
Speaking of quarterbacks uh, in the market, uh, obviously a, a very quarterback-heavy draft coming up, but uh, how much money do you think Michael Penix made for himself last night, or is he already kind of where he was in, in your mind in, in the eyes of GMs and scouts, or, or is that one where like all, all of a sudden he enters the discussion in a much more serious manner? Let me uh, point out something that I think is ridiculous, and NFL denies it, but it's true. What a guy does in college – has very little to do with where he's drafted. All of a sudden, teams will fall in or out of love with guys in shorts and t-shirts when they're at their pro day, when they're at private workouts, when they're at the combine, when they're at the senior bowl workouts. Now, what they may go back and do is take look at more tape of Penix, who'll be 24. Remember, he had two torn ACLs. His, his history of injuries, and having two good seasons in a row, that'll be a big deal about him. What do they think about his 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 health? And uh, but man, I don't know that I've seen a quarterback do a better job of throwing pinpoint passes deep down the field. And uh, it was so much fun to watch. But there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks going the first round because you guys know how desperate teams are. J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. There could be six of them going in the first round, maybe more, if somebody really stands out. What I can't wait to see is Quinn Ewers go back, which he should, and see if he goes back and he can hold off Arch Manning. John, uh, David Tepper in the news for throwing a drink on a fan outside of the suite, I guess, at a game in Jacksonville. Today, fine $300,000. Is he the modern or the newest on the top of the list replacing Daniel Snyder? I think 300000 is ridiculous. That's that's tip money for him. They should have suspended him for a year from all team-related activities like they did with Snyder, although they never used the word suspension because they said he had stuff holding over their head that he would disclose. Now, he hasn't been despicable. He's a bully who doesn't know what he's doing. But Snyder was despicable. And the fines that he paid, I often wonder, where does all that money go? Find $22 million here, $30 million there. Does it go to charity? Does it go into the coffers to give owners money to help build new stadiums? But not right now. David Tepper is the worst owner in the league. He doesn't have his first draft choice, which will be first overall. Doesn't have a lot of talent. And, of course, somebody will go there and get hired because there's only 32 of these in the world. But whoever it is, he better keep his resume handy. John, what did you think of the call at the end of the Cowboys-Lions game? Uh, I thought that it was when the Cowboys, when the Lions tried to confuse the Cowboys, and they did, they confused the referee. They got too cute. I was thought, yes, the referee blew it, but you shouldn't have three guys over there trying to fool the other team. And that's why I think a new rule will come out saying that one person can go over and tell the referee I'm eligible so he can announce it. Yeah. One thing I would have done, by the way, I would have had a guy fall down and act like he's got a pain, a cramp. And in the meantime, I would have had a player go over and tell the referee, did you hear you announced 70? It's not 70. It's 68. Do something to stop the game. Because as one person said, the ref was in such a hurry to keep the game going fast. It's like he was catching an Uber. He didn't stop and talk to him. He just 
glanced at him, thought it was 70, and kept going. So Dan Campbell tried to get too cute. Did that uh, crew, do you know, I've seen reports, Craig's brought this up even today, did they get pushed down a little bit when it comes to any playoff activity? Well, they're giving them the prime. They're giving them the afternoon game with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Mm. Pittsburgh needs to win to try to get in the playoffs, so they certainly haven't punished them. You want to punish them? Have them go do the, the Panthers game. Mm. Now, I think these assignments are made out ahead of time, but uh, they're reported by Adam Schefter, and you know he's not going with this unless the league told him. You won't see that crew in the playoffs of the Super Bowl. And, um, but I still think the Lions deserve a lot of the blame. Had he just kicked the field goal in the first quarter, like Troy Aikman was saying, take the points on the road, instead of going for first down and getting stuck, they would have won the game. Had he kicked it, they would have gone into overtime. I think sometimes Dan Campbell outsmarts himself, but good for him because they're still winning. Thank you, John. Happy New Year. Great Thank to you, have guys. You back. Happy New Year. Bear. John McClain, Houston Chronicle for years, and then, of course, now part of Sports 610 for years, radio in Houston and Hall of Famer, NFL Hall of Fame voter, and also a part of the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.